The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Good morning. This is Let's Talk Venezuelan. And we have in this morning uh, our guest is Joel Vin Villarreal. And he's going to be talking to us from Venezuela. Um, we're going to do English and Spanish. So, buenos días. Tenemos aquí a Joel Vin Villarreal desde Venezuela, que nos va a estar dando información desde Maracaibo. So, he's going to give us some information from Venezuela. Buenos días, Joel Vin. Bien. Good morning. Uh, a ver, Joelvin, ¿qué nos puedes decir uh, de alguna noticia de esta semana que haya resaltado en Venezuela? What can you tell, tell us what's going on on the news um, from this week? What is the most, like, the most talk about? Bueno, las noticias en Venezuela comienzan a centrarse en lo que es la, la campaña electoral para las primarias de la oposición venezolana. Okay, so what he's saying is the news this week is more focused on the next election, the, like the primaries election um, for the next election in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Pero son elecciones primaria de oposición, tienes que aclarar eso en inglés yeah, um, he's saying that this primary is going to be um, done this during the, you know, during this time for the opposition the opposition yeah, the opposition, they're going to um, they're going to come together and, and they're going to do the primary to um, elect the person who's going to go Uh, against the president. Es la persona que van, van a elegir una persona para ir en contra de él, del opositor que es el presidente, ¿verdad? Sí, entonces ayer el Partido Voluntad Popular, eh, como se dice, ayer eh, ellos hicieron una declaración uh -huh. donde presentaron a su candidato. Y el candidato del Partido Voluntad Popular es Juan Guaidó. Okay, so yesterday the one of the political party, the name is Voluntad Popular. Um, they already announced yesterday who is going to be their candidate, and they already released the name, and his name is Guaidó. And who is Guaidó, Joelvin? ¿Quién es Guaidó? Persona que hasta hace hasta hace pocos meses era la figura que representaba el poder ejecutivo del gobierno interino y además la presidencia de la Asamblea Nacional reconocida internacionalmente que es la electa en el año 2015. Ok, Juan Guaidó es Um, until a few months ago, he was the main person who was the president of the National Assembly. Um, the, he was elected in 2000, in el 2015, dijiste? ¿Cuándo fue? Uh, 2015. And he was representing Venezuela not only in internally, but international as well. Um, he came to, to be now the, 
the candidate for this political party, but as well he represented um, Venezuela during the crisis. Él representó a Venezuela durante la crisis, ¿cierto? Sí, sí, él fue nombrado en 2019 presidente interino hasta que la propia asamblea eh, le quita el, ese poder en enero de este año. Okay, so he said in 2019 he was the interim president for uh, Venezuela. Um, he was recognized uh, until like two months ago. One, un mes atrás o dos meses, uh, Joelvin? Enero, enero. Uh, on, yeah, January, two months ago. Yeah. 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 Ajá, ¿qué más nos puedes decir? What else can you tell us? Bueno, eh, hay una situación que tiene que ver con el sistema eléctrico nacional. Desde hace algunos días eh, se está observando que nuevamente ocurren apagones esporádicos a nivel nacional. Okay, so he's saying the new uh, there is a new situation going on with electricity in the nation. That used to be um, a norm, like a, a normal behavior before, um, like last year, and then they got a break. But this week they start experiencing the um, the the problem with the electricity. And um, y eso es la forma nacional, o estás hablando por solamente Maracaibo? Ah, es un problema nacional. It's a national problem. Um, do you know, David, that a lot of cities in Venezuela they don't have electricity in the north, in the sí, like, like in the regular. Uh -huh. eh, la potencia ha caído, es decir, son apagones cortos de 5 o 10 minutos uh -huh. que se extienden al menos desde Maracaibo hasta el centro del país. Okay, so he's saying the half of the country, like for example from Maracaibo to Valencia, the electricity goes like a for five or ten minutes and then come back back in. And you know what does happen? What does to the appliances, right? Yeah, but yesterday I I called to I called to Lara Barquisimeto. Uh huh. Uh, they they told me that the electricity. Okay, in another city, Barquisimeto was like a three to four hours, uh, three to four hours no electricity. And in a single, every day, todos los días? No, 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 yeah, eh, it was, it was yesterday. Solamente ayer? I don't know, because uh, today, today I, I don't call to Lara. Okay, so yesterday they, they didn't have, in, in Barquisimeto, they didn't have electricity for four hours. That was yesterday. And today he doesn't know because he hasn't called us yet to find out how is the electrical uh, situation over there. Oye, este, Joelvin, cuando la electricidad se va así de cinco minutos o de diez minutos, ¿hay alguna consecuencia dentro de la casa? When the electricity goes like five, for five minutes or ten minutes, is any, any, um, consequences, um, in the, in the house about this problem? Sí, por supuesto, eh. La, el problema no es cuando se va, sino cuando regresa, que ella regresa 
con mucha potencia y de imprevisto. Okay, so the problem is now that it's gone. The problem is now when it's cut off. The problem, David, is when it's coming back because it comes back with such a potential, like it's strong. The 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 then that's when the appliances in the house or in the businesses are being affected. Dime, Joelvin. No, eso que la obviamente pues la mayoría de las personas en Venezuela ganan un salario de tres dólares al mes, cuatro dólares al mes uh -huh. y un protector para los equipos cuesta quince, veinte dólares. Una gran, un gran porcentaje de las personas no tiene cómo resguardar su equipo y termina dañado. Okay, so the situation is um, if any person has the ability to buy, you know, those protectors that you put in to protect your, ele your electricals or your appliances, it's like a box, you know, with a battery. Um, the cost of buying those will cost the Venezuelan today like $15, right? But the salary is only $4. So many of them will not have the protection of saving their appliances from this kind of outrage, you know, electrical coming back. So if the appliances aren't on, uh -huh. it shouldn't be a problem. But if they're on, then there can be a surge. Yeah. So um David dice que si lo, lo, la, los electrodomésticos están pega, están pegados a la electricidad y, y hay electricidad no hay problema. El problema es cuando regresa la electricidad. Ustedes no saben sí. cuándo regresa la electricidad, ¿verdad? No. Okay, it's impossible for them to know how long it will take to the electricity to come back. So, y cuando es así, yeah, they don't even know when it's off and when it's when it's gonna be coming on. So, cuando es así, ustedes uh, um, quitan la, los los electrodomésticos, los los quitan de la electricidad. Lo, sí, la gente corre. La gente corre para desenchufar los aparatos. So what happens is people, when the electricity goes, they run and they take it, unplug it, they unplug it, but sometimes people are not at home, and that's when the problem starts. Yeah, but there shouldn't be a problem if it's not on, I mean, literally being used. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, the, the situation is they don't even know when they're going to have the next, so... I understand that. Yeah, mm-hmm. So it's, it's like a, having people stressed out. That's the motives. Es como que tener a las personas en estrés, ¿no? Sí, eh, digamos, la crisis de los servicios públicos de agua, de electricidad, incluso del suministro de combustible, ¿no? Para los carros y todo eso. Todo eso ha sido utilizado acá como un método de control social. Okay, so what he's saying is the basic services like Water, gas, electricity, um, anything to cook with. All those, they are, the, the, the government uses that for social control, to keep busy, to, to keep the people busy. Focus on that. That's basically what he's saying. So everybody is in the mode of running when the, when the water comes, they're running to get the water. The same thing with the electricity to unplug and plug in. Or, uh, or when, you know, some of them have to work. When you are not there, that's when it happens. ¿Qué más nos puedes decir aparte del, del agua, del, del gas, de la electricidad? Bueno, eh, 
Bueno, eh, ahora ocurre otra situación con respecto al combustible, a gasolina que se le echa a los carros. Está llegando sin la potencia de vida o en algunas ocasiones incluso está llegando okay now they're having a problem with the gas the one that you put in the the one that you put in the in your car so that gas that they are selling now they are providing to the um to the people in maracaibo specifically that gas is coming not clean and not as powerful to make your car work so It's been this last week more than 30 cars are being damaged because of the type of gas they are pouring inside the, the tank. And some of them um, end up in the mechanic shop. So, si han sido afectados los carros, los tanques del carro, como cuántos um, carros, uh, cuántas personas han sido afectadas, no solamente, o sea, yo quiero saber si también eh, las personas que trabajan para el gobierno también han sido afectadas. So, I'm asking him if this kind of situation is affecting also the transportation, uh, the, the government, uh, the elected um, leaders in, in Maracaibo are being affected as well. We wanted to know. Todo, todo, porque es la misma gasolina para todo. Entonces, un gran porcentaje de vehículos, especialmente los vehículos que son más nuevos, han resultado afectados. Algunos, a, algunos fueron afectados, eh, digamos, suave, y mm. otros fueron afectados más profundamente. So what he's saying is that the the the, the gas problem is affecting every level of the society in Maracaibo. Uh, in my mind, I was thinking probably the the police have their own gas station separate from, you know, from the population. No, everybody's getting service from the same gas gas stations. So the problem is being uh, spread among not only the regular citizen but also those politicals, uh, you know, representatives who are being elected, and in uh, in some new cars they could uh, manage how to not. Uh, get the car damaged completely, but uh, in other situations, most of those uh, cars are being like fully stopped, and they have to like rebuild some stuff or replace. ¿Qué es lo que re, qué es lo que reemplazan, Joelvin, cuando cuando llevan el carro al mecánico? Eh, hay personas que reemplazan solamente la bomba de gasolina uh -huh. y los filtros. So some people only re some people only replace the bomb, you know, the the tank and the filters. That's that's the the less expensive. Ajá. Uh -huh. Y otros. Y otros tienen que este cambiar inyectores, sistemas de inyección y sistemas de de cuerpos de aceleración, es decir, piezas que son más complicadas. Okay, and then in in, the, in other cases, people have to replace more complicated um, uh, work in the car. How much are we talking about? Por ejemplo, ¿cuál es la diferencia del precio de lo más barato a lo más caro? ¿Cuál es lo más en dólares? Eh, lo más barato son 10, 25, 30. Eh, lo más barato son 50 dólares. 
que mm. ya está reparando y lo más caro puede llegar a, a ser hasta 300 dólares o un poco más dependiendo del carro y de lo que se haya dañado ok, the cheapest way of the one that are, it, it got the least damage eh, they pay around 50 dollars to repair and the most would be like 300 300 dollars repairing something a little more more heavy so uh, Joel being now that we're talking estamos about hablando, estamos hablando que no es lo mismo que decir 50 dólares o 300 dólares en los Estados Unidos estamos uh -huh. hablando de una población que eh, digamos que que para conseguir eso o sea 50 dólares o 300 dólares eh, se lleva un gran porcentaje de lo que la gente se gana ¿cuál es el salario mínimo ya? No, no, aquí el salario mínimo prácticamente la gente gana son 3 dólares. Okay, so the, the salary, like I say, between 3 and 4. So if you're going to end up paying a repair for your car, 50 dollars, we're talking, that's a lot of money. And then if pero, it's 300 dollars, it's even more. But, uh -huh. pero, pero la mayoría de las personas que tienen carro, ¿verdad? Este, pueden ganar 50 dólares al mes o 150 dólares al mes. O sea, digamos, de la gente, de la gente que trabaja honestamente. Okay, so people who work, who has a job, like a honest, honest job, they come a month, if they have their own car, they probably gonna end up doing like a hundred fifty or a hundred seventy five a month with a decent, you know, like a entrepreneurship, like in, independent work. And, uh, I'm still, We're, we're talking about $300, right? Uh, Joel Bing, uh, ¿cómo está la moneda ya? What about the money over there? ¿Qué, qué, dinero, uh, what, um, ¿Qué dinero utilizan ustedes para hacer las transacciones? What kind of money do you guys use to do transactions? Dólares. Dólares. So, la mayoría de las transacciones, la gente utiliza dólares de cualquier tipo, es decir, dólares en efectivo o dólares que se usan a través de de sistemas digitales, digamos, de plataformas digitales. Eh, ok, dame una pausa. pausa. So, he's saying that uh, uh, there is two types of transactions that is going on in Venezuela today, and it's with the dollar. One is a regular bill, you know, people sending money and they have uh, um, access to the dollar. And the other is the digital money as well. Ok, dime. Yo, Elvin. ¿Hola? Sí, dime. Eh, que hay algunas transacciones que se hacen en bolívares, pero son... O sea, no, no es muy utilizado el, el bolívar. De hecho, en la calle es más fácil encontrar un billete de dólar que encontrar un billete de moneda venezolana. So the money, the national money, the name of the national money is Bolívar. The Bolívar, they are not using the Bolívar... Uh, as much like they're using the dollar is very little transaction that they can do with the national um, with the national bill ajá, dime yo Alvin eh, bueno no, en ese sentido pues nadie quiere utilizar la moneda nacional so nobody wants to use a national currency alright, so una pregunta que yo quería hacerte era um, 
este problema. ¿Cómo está la, ahora lo de eh, lo que tiene que ver con la comida? Con um, ¿Hay escasez de comida o ya se puede encontrar varias cosas que no se encontraban antes? Do, how, how the food... Momentico. How the food, I mean, how, how, what can you tell us about the food in Venezuela? Is, is there, um, a ration, like, the government is only allowing some kind of food to come in, or there is more open market, market? Are you seeing a different kind of food, um, coming in that you didn't see before? Could you tell us a little bit about the, the, that subject? Ahorita eh, se consigue todo, de hecho hay tiendas acá que pareciera que estuvieras en los Estados Unidos, que consigues absolutamente de todo, uh -huh. lo que tú menos te imagines ahí se consigue, uh -huh. sin embargo, eh, obviamente por los precios eso no es accesible para la gran mayoría de los venezolanos, eso es un pequeño porcentaje que, que tiene acceso, es decir, en estos momentos en Venezuela hay, hay alimentos, no hay escasez de, de comida, hay alimentos, hay todo tipo de productos, ¿no? Pero no hay dinero con que comprarlo. Ok, so, the food in Venezuela, you can find in Venezuela any type of food that you're looking for. It looks like a America now. You go to the store and you find whatever you want you need it, it's there. Um, but the, because of the price, because of the price is not accessible for everybody. Um, only a small percentage of the population have access to this kind of um, products. Go ahead, este, Joelvin. Sí, me Joelvin. The same thing happened with the healthcare. Mm-hmm. Pero si tú te vas a una clínica, ahora tú encuentras de todo, pero si quieres sobrevivir, pues tienes que tener dinero. So it's the same thing. If you go to the hospital, which is um, administered by the local and the, st in the state, the government, you won't find nothing in there. But if you, got a if you go to a clinic, you will find anything you need to be taking care of your health if you are under the care of a private clinic. You know, I think the one thing that needs to be pointed out here and hasn't been pointed out is as America goes further and further towards socialism, take a look at Venezuela. Is this the way you want to live? I don't. I want America as America, not as a socialistic country that depends on a flaky government and a flaky leader to do anything for us. And uh, that's what you've got in Venezuela, and uh, that's not the place I want to be, not the place that I think anybody wants to be. That's right. That's right. Um, David estuvo diciendo que... Um, lo, el punto que estamos queriendo hacer esta entrevista es por, para que los americanos de habla inglesa, uh, de habla inglés, puedan entender que lo que se está enfrentando los Estados Unidos de Norteamérica, si seguimos dándole al socialismo, a todo esto, lo que es um, la dependencia del Estado, nos vamos a dirigir como nación hacia una nación de tercer mundo. 
Y él lo dijo bien reiteradamente que él no quiere vivir así. Y él le está haciendo la pregunta a los americanos que están escuchando esta entrevista si eso es lo que verdaderamente vamos a querer. Ah, thank you, David. Yo, um, puedo, ajá. yo puedo observar como politólogo que en los Estados Unidos no hablarán abiertamente de socialismo, quizás no utilizan esa palabra, ¿no? Eh, pero las acciones que están tomando, muchas de las acciones que están tomando, son acciones que los llevan a algún tipo de socialismo o de fascismo, eh, de un régimen de pérdida de libertades. Ya, yeah, he's... Lo, ¿no? yeah, um... Joel Vin, he's, uh, he's graduated from a university. His degree is a political science. And then what he says and what, what he observed about United States, that here in United States, um, they are not talking uh, openly under the concept of socialism. But what they're doing is they're taking actions that will, is showing him and everybody else like you, David and me, uh, those actions internally, which are cutting our freedom, our liberty. Those actions, um, social actions, will show as a socialism or fascist, fascism is what he's noticing in here. So you don't hear in the, in the news, like for, for per se in Venezuela, they openly say, I am a socialist, and we are doing socialism, you know, openly on the news, like just like that. Here, you don't you don't hear that in the media, in the news, but you could see the actions, the steps, the strategies that they are taking, which are making us going into socialism, fascism. That's what he's noticing. What is your take on that, David? Well, I couldn't agree with you more in that. Uh You know, our shows, many of our shows, our medical shows, talk about how they've taken over medicine and turning it into, you know, one one brush paints all. Well, that's not true. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody has a different problem or a different situation or mm -hmm. solution. And we're seeing that in every business. And it's it's scary. And And the problem is, it comes back to one word. And they have destroyed it, and that's what they said they would do first, is destroy the universities and education, and they have. And you you ask the man on the street today, anywhere from 18 years old to probably 45, 50 years old, what is socialism? They wouldn't have a clue. And uh, this is this is how they take over. They rob the education, mm -hmm. and then the, they can come in and call it whatever they want. They can call it fairyland if they want to. And they la have la that. land. Yeah, la la land. And, la la land, yeah. And that's what they're doing. And they, oh, come on over here. It'll be better over here because we'll all work together. Well, a utopian society never has worked, never will work. A socialistic society, true socialism, has never worked and never will work. You are and, so correct on that. You know, look at, look at, and what's the next step from a socialism? It's really communism. You may go to fascism, but the, the ultimate step, ultimate goal is communism. Now, who are the two biggest players in communism? China and Russia. Mm -hmm. And China leads Russia. And China would love nothing better 
than to take over the United States and do with it what he wants to do. And uh, folks, you better realize if you continue down the woke path and the path of socialism, this is what you're going to get is nothing. So, uh, Joel Bean, uh, David estaba diciendo de que el, el objetivo final de todo esto es la destrucción de los Estados Unidos y eh, las acciones que se están viendo y se están tomando es a través de la parte médica. Eh, están controlando a todos los, los, los ciudadanos americanos bajo una misma receta médica que viene como que si fuera una sola un solo brochazo y sabemos que nosotros los los humanos tenemos problemas físicos y biológicos diferentes y enfermedades distintas de esta manera también están destruyendo no solamente la, la parte física de los seres sino también que han tomado lo que es la educación y específicamente las universidades de allí es donde les están enseñando a toda nuestra esta nueva generación que vivir en la 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 Tú sabes, en la tierra de la, 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 socialismo, la utopía, es la mejor solución. Y una de las maneras más fáciles de llegar a um, una de las, de las cosas que demarca o que determina el comunismo o el fascismo vendría siendo el socialismo. ¿Y cuáles son, dijo David, que, cuáles son los, los países que, que eh, tienen el mejor... Eh, eh, que son los mejores exponentes de lo que es el comunismo pues tenemos a China um, y tenemos supuestamente por supuesto también, él dice que tenemos a Rusia, los dos países están enfocados en la destrucción de los Estados Unidos y nosotros mismos les hemos dado entrada a estas a estas dos a, eh, a estos dos países con su presencia no solamente desde afuera sino aquí mismo adentro David, did you notice, I found out this morning that um, there are um, Chinese, the, the Chinese representation here, they are buying not only lands, right? They are buying land around military bases. Oh, I'm, I'm very well aware of it. <coughs> okay. Uh, I had to, you know, I've had offers for my farm, which is located near, uh, was an Air Force training base. Uh, now it's general aviation, but uh, I had my first offer from... A company that I know nothing about. It's not a local company in Texas, <coughs> mm -hmm. and uh, it just it just reeked of being a, mm -hmm. a front for a Chinese. Well, I, this morning I found out, David, that the Chinese are putting a lot of money into um, safety centers where they train police officers for uh, emergency firefighters. So that's the news that I got this morning. Esta mañana me enteré que China no solamente ha estado comprando tierras alrededor de bases. Por ejemplo, David acaba de decir que él tiene una propiedad cerca de una base aérea y a él le llegó una compañía que él ni siquiera quién es esa, sabe quién es esa compañía, no tiene información, ofreciéndole a él comprarle sus tierras y por supuesto que él rehusó vender sus tierras. Pero también esta mañana me enteré de que eh, los chinos están invirtiendo mucho dinero en los centros de entrenamiento de seguridad de las ciudades. Eh, ¿A qué me refiero? Estos centros de entrenamiento son los firefighters, los bomberos, la policía, 
este los, los de llamados de emergencia los EMS sabe um, debe de EMS is emergency management service de dos like the police the, the firefighter EMS all of those organizations they go to into these training centers to get trained and guess who are financing those training centers the Chinese los chinos están en este They are eh, financing, they están financiando estas, estos centros de entrenamiento. Este, ¿tienes alguna otra cosa más, uh, Joel? Are we going to a break something, David? Um, uh, so yes. we can change the subject to another. Okay, vamos a cambiar el, el tema y vámonos a unos comerciales. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We are back. Estamos de regreso. Eh, estamos transmitiendo desde America's Web Radio. Eh, Let's talk Venezuela. Y tenemos a nuestro invitado, el licenciado Joelvin Villarreal, que nos está hablando específicamente del área de Maracaibo. We are having here Joelvin Villarreal, and he's giving us a lot of uh, updates on what's going on in Maracaibo, Zulia State. Um, vamos a pa cambiar un poquito, no sé cómo, cómo crees tú, Joelvin, si te sientes que cambiemos un poquito de tema y nos vamos a la parte cultural o de entretenimiento, cómo está la cosa por allá. So I'm asking Joelvin if we can talk, uh, we're going to switch a little bit the subject, and if we can talk a little bit of culture, of news, entertainment in in the city that he is at right now. Dime, Joelvin, ¿qué nos puedes decir? Está la ciudad bastante apagada en ese sentido. Eh, hay pocas expresiones culturales, hay poca demanda de cine. Eh, por ejemplo, vamos a tomar estos ejemplos sencillos para que se entienda mejor. Eh, tú vas a una sala de cine uh -huh. uh, y hay horas en las cuales tú puedes entrar a ver la película tú solo uh -huh. y tienes y tienes la sala para ti solo uh -huh. porque es que no hay nadie dentro de la sala eh, por la baja afluencia de personas que están yendo al, al cine <coughs> Okay, so Joel Vince is explaining that when it comes to entertainment, um, it's very slow. 
to the point that sometimes it's not activities at all. And then if you, if somebody wants to go to the movie theater, there's certain hours during the day that you can have, that you can have the movie for all for yourself. You are the only one sitting in, in the, in the theater just to watch the movie that you went to see. And in other hours, you know, you can have some people in it. And that is showing that uh, the city is almost dead. Antes la ciudad, por ejemplo, eh, había vida en la ciudad, eh, había vida nocturna, es decir, habían discotecas que abrían hasta las 4, 5 de la mañana, 3 de la mañana, en fin, ¿no? Y, y ahora eso se ve prácticamente muy poco, o sea, o, o prácticamente ya no existe. Y la ciudad después de las 7 de la noche parece una ciudad fantasma. Okay, after seven o'clock every night, the city becomes like a ghost town. There's nobody on the street. There is no um, night activities. Um, there is some club that you may find open, I guess, during the weekend. Esos club, esos discotecas son en los, los fines de semana, ¿cierto? Sí. Okay, so you might find some club or discotheque or... It's, you know, place that you can go and dance and drink and have a little fun. And they are open until three o'clock in the morning. But that mostly is over the weekend. But when it comes from Monday to Friday, uh, it's, it's like a death, death go, um, town, like a ghost town. ¿Qué otra cosa nos puedes decir? What another thing eh, you can cuanto, tell us? En cuanto a la comida rápida, mm -hmm. que se ve en la calle, eso sí se ve un poco más y están abiertos mucho más tiempo. o sea, hay, hay ciertas zonas unas dos o tres zonas muy específicas donde tú sabes que puedes ir a la noche y, y vas a encontrar comida rápida ok, so when it comes to fast food when it comes to fast food yeah, people have to eat, right? <laughs> David people have to eat, so there's no problem with the fast food or eating outside specifically during the day the, you, you know, working hours and having trying to have a regular life during the day, you will find that fast food. And um, of course, the fast, the fast food in Venezuela is a little different from here. They, in the big cities, they can find like McDonald's and brand name, Burger King. Mira, ¿sabes cuántos McDonald's hay abiertos en Maracaibo? How many? ¿Cuántos? Max, máximo tres. In Maracaibo, there's three McDonald's, just in Maracaibo. Okay? And in la... Muchísimo. ¿Eso es mucho? Antes había muchísimo, antes. Before, it used to be many, many, many. It's, it went down to three in Maracaibo. So, um, and the fast food, when he talks about fast food, the, David, he's talking about like empanada, arepa, um, you know, those, um, hamburger, hamburger made, um, in in their ha in the houses or they have of course like a like a building but also in the street you know with those carrying those carts pushing carts yeah entonces se pueden encontrar comida helados refresco se puede encontrar todo eso sí 
Sí, tú puedes conseguir eso. Okay, so you can find not only the food, but you can find like Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, you know, sodas, ice creams, different shape, you know, the shape ice that you want, you know, you put some stuff on top like liquid and then um milk. Snow cone. It's no cone, that's the one. Yeah. It's no cone and you can find all that. That is 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 being I mean, they can find that. Okay, uh, David is going to... Uh, sí, hay eventos, hay eventos culturales uh -huh. en ciertos hoteles, en ciertos espacios, pero que son como que exclusivos y además por el, por el alto precio que, que se paga, pues no, las personas normales no pueden ir allí. O sea, hay, hay como que una cierta exclusividad para el pequeño porcentaje que puede pagar eso. Okay, so when it comes to exclusive activities like events, is private. You can find those in being held in in hotels like like you know five star hotel, four star hotel. They do have those activities usually, but it's like exclusive, exclusive, and it's you know it, you have to pay. So not everybody have access to that. Pero las personas regularmente en sus casas sí se prenden sus fiestas y sus bochinches, ¿verdad? Sí, sí, o sea, dentro de lo que cabe, o sea, lo que hacen es que ahora colocan música y, y ya, pero ya, ya no se ve así, tú sabes que antes todos los fines de semana tú veías mucho alboroto en las casas y tal, ya, ya eso, o sea, no es que no se vea, pero ya no es tan común, ya no... Okay, so before before the whole this crisis, you know, you used to have houses in putting music and having fun and having party, bringing you know people coming, dropping, drinking, very alive, lively. Now it's not like that, like it used to be. You could find some neighbor having some music, but it's very like very tight close family, not like it used to be before the neighbor come, no, that's disappeared. And, uh, and of course, um, the hotels is more exclusive, exclusive, specifically for those people who are in power. They always have to have fun. They have to have entertainment because if they don't have entertainment, they cannot function in their job. So, mira, Joelvin, ahora David, David tiene una pregunta. ¿Qué nos puedes decir a nosotros del crimen? So, what can you tell us about crime? ¿El qué? Crimen. Ah, ok. Mira, aquí está pasando algo que parece... No sé ni cómo explicarlo. Mira, los criminales que antes te robaban la cartera en la calle, o que te robaban el teléfono en la calle, ya esos criminales no, no se ven mucho. Ok, dos... Crime, those criminal people who you, you used to walk on the street and they used to take your shoes from you, they used to take your cell phone from you, the wallet. Suddenly those people, they are nowhere to be found. Okay, dime. Pero, entonces ahora hay un crimen más organizado uh -huh. que llega incluso a cometer actos terroristas contra los grandes comerciantes entonces obligan a los a los dueños de, de grandes comercios a pagar sumas de dinero para que no le hagan daño a ellos a la familia o al comercio ok, so that part is like they are nowhere to be found, right? but now the crime is a little more organized and more sophisticated 
house house that so these people what they do is they go to a business and they threaten them if you don't give us a month certain certain time of money the protection business the protection business yeah el 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 seguro de protección dice David dice David the protection business if you don't give us this we are going to come against your business so what they have been extortion. doing extortion extorsion extortion so cuando ellos no pagan qué es lo que hacen when they don't pay what that happen with those businesses Joelvin tiran, o sea, lanzan granadas hacia el comercio o disparos hacia el comercio o hacia las casas u otras propiedades de, la, de los dueños. Okay, so what they do is either they throw a grenade inside the business to destroy anyone, not only the whatever, but the people get killed. Another way of doing to terrorize them is they go to their houses and they shoot in outside the houses. They shoot like this. Or surrounding around the business they do the same thing. So what do you think about that, David? Well, my question is is why would someone stay in Venezuela And is anybody in their right mind moving to Venezuela? Mm-hmm. Yeah, la pregunta que él dice es, ¿por qué en una mente normal, desde el punto de vista americano, muchas personas se están mudando para Venezuela y muchos se han quedado sufriendo este tipo de, de, de control? Los que no se han ido, uh-huh. básicamente es porque no tienen a dónde ir, ni cómo ir. Okay, those one who stay because they couldn't leave, or because they, you know, they have no way to leave the country. They don't have no more option, they have to stay. Okay, go on. No. Eh, hay personas que se han quedado por algún tipo de esperanza, ¿verdad?, Uh-huh. o porque a pesar de tantas dificultades todavía sienten que aquí adentro eh, pueden, pueden vivir no sé, básicamente uh, es como patriotismo costumbre, no sé cómo llamarlo ok, there is two things those ones who are not living is because they still have hope that something is going to change and keeps them there And the other one is costume. It's being accustomed to not leave the place where you were born, you were raised. It's more about patriotism. I'm not going to leave this country to this pee, you know, to these people. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to give them hard time as well. So those two, he's, he's saying about, about those ones who are not leaving. Can, is, is the government totally corrupt? ¿Está totalmente el gobierno corrupto, Joelvin? Sí, aquí todo está corrupto. Everything is corrupt. No es gobierno, o sea, government, government or no government, everything is being corrupted. Is there It's an a corrupted society. ¿Ah? Is there an answer? ¿Hay alguna respuesta para eso? Sí, claro, el, el sistema socialista te lleva a eso, o sea, 
el sistema se sostiene a través de la corrupción ética y moral de la sociedad. The socialist system es consecuencia del socialismo. This, this what we are talking about is consequence of the social system because it allows not only the corruption at, in the workplace, but it will allow you as a person to get corrupted as well in order to survive. It's a very demonic and evil system because you lose all moral, you lose values, you lose your principle, everything just to stay alive. To keep your family alive. I, there is people that they don't, they don't, they don't, they cannot deal. You know, the sad part about this is, and most of them, they commit suicidal. Because they cannot live, they don't have the way how to live, but they don't want to stay. So most of them, the, the suicidal rate is going high, very high. The, the sad part is, is it goes, it will go now, from generation to generation. Uh -huh. The kids will see what their parents have gone through, and like you said, a lot of kids will commit suicide just because they don't want to go through what their parents have gone through, and what they've gone through as children by missing meals or by not getting education or whatever the case might be, mm -hmm. and it's generational. And I see only... Well, I see only one answer, and it's not in a corrupt government. Yeah, David está diciendo que este sistema eh, afecta de una generación a otra generación y así sucesivamente. Entonces, um, muchos terminan suicidándose porque no quieren ver, ellos no quieren pasar por lo mismo que ellos vieron que sus padres pasaron o que lo que la sociedad está pasando y terminan en ese en ese punto del suicidio, de suicidio. Este, y la situación aquí es muy grave porque se va pasando de generación en generación. Is there an organization that you know of, sir, in the United States that is supporting taking back Venezuela? ¿Tú conoces alguna organización, has escuchado de alguna organización en Estados Unidos, señor Joel Bean, de que estén planeando en regresar a, a Venezuela o de tomar a Venezuela nuevamente y, y ponerla a lo que era anteriormente, o sea, a lo que es lo moral y todo esto? Ah, ah, es que no, he hasn't heard nada. nothing. No he hasn't heard, he hasn't que seen that is work. What he sees is inside Venezuela, he doesn't see nobody working, you know, for the freedom of Venezuela. But what he sees is a lot of Venezuelan outside working for Venezuelans who are in those countries to stay permanently over there. They are not incentivating the going back. How bad is the drug problem? ¿Cómo es lo de la droga ya? Mira, según los informes que, que se conocen del exterior, porque aquí adentro nadie te da información de nada. Information from outside that was he knows. He doesn't know nothing internal because you, you, that kind of information you cannot find it internal. But what he read and heard from outside reports, ¿qué dicen los reportes afuera? 
Bueno, afuera dicen que el mismo gobierno está colaborando con, con esa producción y distribución de, de drogas. Pero, por ejemplo, aquí en la calle, o sea, la sociedad venezolana no es una sociedad acostumbrada al consumo de drogas. Ok, the Venezuelan society is not accustomed to use, use to drugs. The information that he got from outside is coming that Venezuela is helping to produce those kind of drugs, whatever name may be. Poppies and all that stuff. They help. They have the, they had the business doing that, including the same government. But Venezuela per se, the population, they, they don't, in the street, you don't see that in the street. It's not like a part of the culture. Right, that's what he's explaining. Ajá, ¿qué más, Jordi? No, eh, eso es lo que yo te podría decir en ese, en ese aspecto. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, so, he got little news about the drugs in there because he's inside. I mean, he won't. But whatever he got is from reports from this, from the DAA, United States, you know, They named Venezuela this year. I don't know if you got the news. Venezuela is one of the countries who are producing. And that information is coming from the DEA, DEA from FBI, you know, CIA, the CIA, and so on, so on. You remember those, those people, um, uh, the three, the three cousins who were arrested and extradited to New York and they were paying uh, jail time. Remember the related to, Maduro's wife, the first lady, mm -hmm. they are back in Venezuela now. Mm. The Biden administration released them under some conditions. And um, the next one, you remember Carlos was talking to us back in those days about the guy who they extradited from from an island. ¿Cómo se llama la isla donde extraditaron a, a, al señor para... Para los Estados Unidos, Saab, Saab, Cabo Verde. Cape, Cape Green, Cape Green Cape. He was extradited, David. Well, now they are, um, he's here, of course, and, and you don't be surprised that he, if he's gonna be released as well as the cousins and the, and the niece, um, nephews of the first lady of Venezuela. Okay. Um, What else do you want me to ask? Um, um, crime. ¿Quieres decir alguna otra cosa más en cuanto al crimen o pasamos para otro tema? No, pasa, pasa para otro, porque eso es básicamente lo que se tiene que decir del, del crimen. ¿Qué hace? Está actuando el crimen acá, pues. Yeah. So the crime is not like it used to be, now it's more, it's sophisticated. Okay? Basically, but online. Okay, um, ya estuvimos hablando de la salud, de la economía, del crimen, uh, del entretenimiento, los deportes, la educación. Eh, la educación. ¿Quieres hablar un poquito de educación? Que nos quedan tres minutos. We're gonna talk a little bit about education. Básicamente lo que lo que te dijo aquella de tu invitada, uh -huh. la Natalia de Fenoso Padre, el sistema educativo venezolano está totalmente destruido. Y no le pagan bien a los a los maestros o mejor dicho prácticamente no les pagan su trabajo y 
estas personas que se encargan de educar a los niños están pasando por muchas necesidades okay. no tienen ropa prácticamente no, eh, mueren de hambre o sea en la situación con respecto a la educación en pocas palabras es que el sistema educativo está destruido Okay, so uh, Joel Bean uh, is talking about education and he's reportedly letting us know that the salary, basically the salary that the teachers are getting is nothing, is little to nothing, is not enough for anything. Uh, when it comes to school supplies, there is no school supplies. When it comes to um, children uh, eating so they can go to school and function, mentally function, it won't, it's not a lot of kids are, are going, you know, day or full day, only one meal a day. Um, in conclusion, the education system is being destroyed. Uh, um, he remind me of Natalia Reveron, who was in our first um, show. She was explaining us what was going on over there, not only with the parents and the children, but also uh, she was letting us know about the teachers and how bad they had it. Um, how come, um, ¿cómo terminó por fin reemplazaron a los maestros por esta nueva juventud bolivariana o todavía están en esa, en esa pelea? No, están, están en esa pelea, pero... Básicamente lo que están es extorsionando a los maestros, es decir, eh, es posible que los, que los reemplacen, pero los extorsionan o dan clases así en las condiciones en las que están, o los van a reemplazar por... Ok, so, so, when it comes to the teachers, what they do is they do extortion. Um, what kind of extortion? They threat them. Uh, on of you go back to your post and do your job or we just gonna replace you with somebody else not only younger but somebody else new and you guys know when that happens uh, that person that teacher will lose any benefit the teacher has been accumulated for many for many years and it will not get the uh, the salary the the little for almost nothing salary Uh, to support themselves and the family. Um, he was saying earlier the teachers over there are giving their best that they can give to the children uh, in the when it comes to education, regardless that they are getting paid or not, they are still doing their job. So when they go out there and they protest and they do pro, uh, public protest, protest, uh, they send in uh, people to intimidate them to. Um, Um, extort them and let them go back to the classroom so they can either you go stay in your classroom or we're gonna take your job away from you and we're gonna give it to somebody else that's basically that's what he's saying uh, that's what he's saying about education alguna otra cosa más you know, o, no, o te quieres despedir ya porque queda un minuto no, nada, en cuanto al deporte, bueno, o sea, la situación es crítica en todo. Ya terminamos, Joelvin. Vamos a continuar con okay. eso otro día. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much for being here, Joelvin. This is America's Web Radio, and we are finishing our Let's Talk Venezuela. See you next week. Bye. 
The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.